Music and coffee does get does it get any better? Today I'm talking to one of the most multi-talented artists and you might recognize him because he's a drummer behind the, the band called Anthrax, but there's so much more than meets the eye. He's got some of the most badass art out there, man. And uh, here to talk about his new record coming out, Silver Linings, Anthrax drummer, multi-talented artist. Um, what else do you got in your repertoire, Charlie Bernanti? How's it going, man? Uh, it's going really well. Um, should I... I don't know what else to add. International bowler and stuff. No, uh, <laughs> um, it's going really well. Uh, I'm getting really excited about the release of the of the record, and um, yeah, man, everything's going pretty well. It's it's so cool because I feel like you're the perfect guest for my show because it's called Meet Me for Coffee. Uh, you're kind of obsessed with coffee, um, as am I. You have your own coffee line. Yes. Um, what's it called? It's called Benante's Blend. Right. Yeah. And, and what, are, um, what are the roasts? Sorry. Uh, go so, ahead. I mean, basically that, that thing started about 10, a little over 10 years ago. Um, and uh, actually it was an independent thing. And then I hooked up with uh, these guys here in Chicago called Dark Matter Coffee. And we just kind of hit it off. And one day I said, what about, us doing the coffee together and they loved the idea. So uh, I brought them my two blends that I already had. I was doing that independently. And um, we spent the day uh, trying other types of coffees uh, from different regions and stuff. And it was uh, one of the greatest days. It was, uh, there was about 12 or 15 of us around the table and they would bring out, here's another pot, try it. And we would just sip it spit it out and stuff and it was like it was great <laughs> um and then yeah we decided on these two blends and then there was a third blend which i uh incorporated some frenette bronca in um and they have a whole way of doing it it kind of sits in a barrel for like 24 48 hours sometimes even longer really soak the beans up with the frenette you know and uh, the smell is so awesome and the taste is even better you know, you're talking to the right guy because <laughs> my wife is from Argentina and uh, I know all about, about Fernet and, uh, and you mix it with Coke, you mix it with coffee. Uh, yeah. It's so good. It's something that you have to try. Uh, not always available where you are, but you know, it's something that you can maybe see one day, pick it up. It's not that much and it, it tastes amazing. Um, talking coffee, that, that series you had, uh, it was really interesting. I'm a big Corey Taylor fan. I've been trying to invite him to the show, but for some reason I can't obviously gravitate them towards me but um i learned a lot about Corey taylor i learned that tom Araya's parents were feeding him coffee from when he was in kindergarten um what was your first coffee experience like uh, my coffee goes back to when i was a little kid too um and i i say this all the time which is the truth i loved coffee so much when i was really really little my mom would uh I would drink her coffee, you know, when I was a baby. And then she put, she would put a little bit in my bottle with some milk and that was it, man. I mean, I was hooked since I was a little kid and um, my sister had a salon in, in the Bronx next door to it was a, a cappuccino place, like an Italian type of place where you can get cappuccino, some pastries and stuff like that. And I was in there all the time, man, just cappuccino, espresso, you know. So coffee's just been in my veins since I was little. 
That's awesome, man. And how many cups a day do you have? I <laughs> actually cut back a bit now, but God, I was like three times a day. You know what I mean? I'd have the morning coffee, then kind of after lunch coffee, and then the kind of late afternoon coffee, which was usually iced. How do you take your coffee? Um, the morning one is just kind of strong, little bit of, uh, a little bit of cream. Not a lot, though. I like the the taste you know i like the experience in the morning the smell of the coffee that takes over the house and uh <laughs> it's just i don't know man. It's just, I, i'm getting yeah. you i'm getting you excited now i, I can see it. <laughs> it it may have been those three cups of coffee a day that really boost your energy sometimes i look at an artist and everything that they're doing um playing music doing artwork such as yourself that is just completely badass like it's like, how do you have the energy and, and time to do all that? Um, wow. Drawing. You're, you're such, such a good a designer. You went to school for design, right? I went to school. Um, after I, I left high school, I went to an, an art school for a little bit. But the band got so busy that I had to leave art school. And I always jokingly say that I got my art education from record company art departments. Um these are some of the, the, the greatest artists work there, some of the greatest designers work there. And then I, I would just sit and just absorb what they were saying and just tell them the idea I had for the cover. And just, it was just the greatest thing, you know, to work with people who worked with uh, Led Zeppelin, uh, you know, um, just such a, a, a roster of, of, of artists that each cover was, was, you know, so identifiable, so iconic, you know, those Led Zeppelin covers to me, just some of the best, you know? Absolutely. There's so much detail and sometimes hidden messages and images. Um, you, you know, there's one thing that people don't even realize, and it's something that I just stumbled upon years ago, that if you take the Led Zeppelin album, um, Houses of the Holy, and then the next one was Physical Graffiti, right? So the cover of Physical Graffiti was the building, you know, the buildings, the the cover of Houses of the Holy was the children climbing. There was like a different color, you know. I thought that the two titles should have been reversed so that Houses of the Holy was the house, you know, the buildings, and then Physical Graffiti was the one with the children crawling up the, the rocks and stuff. I've never thought of that. I'm going to check that out. I have those records, actually. <laughs> And now, and now, and now, and now I'm going to be doing that. So thanks a lot. Um, but, <laughs> but 40 years in your band, 40 years, like time, time goes by fast, right? It's not actually 40 years, but yeah. it's, it's close. See, it, we're, we're doing it from when Scott, the guitar player, he started it in high school, mm -hmm. basically. Uh, I mean, our first record didn't come out till like 84, our first, you know, full length record. Fistful of metal. That's Fistful what it's called. Metal, yeah. And you know what? I, I used to play in a band and I opened up for Quiet Riot one time. And uh, I have a picture of Frankie Benelli and me. And he's like, come here, man. Let's take a picture. Okay, cool. Actually, that was me saying that to him. But uh, um, so I'm, I'm standing there with a fistful of metal shirt. And he's like, hey, man, I know those guys. And I was like, wow. And he's telling me all about the artwork and, and, uh, I realized at that point it wasn't a guy getting punched in the face. It's a guy getting it punched from behind the head right through. Right? Uh, so, there's a lot um, of controversy over that record. And, uh, and, uh, it's the I, only record that I didn't design. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, like that, that, that 
was a pretty cool shirt to have. I was a one of a kind kind of oh, thing. Yeah. But but you guys have a comic coming in that coming out, right? We do. And don't ask me the date because I still don't know what, when it's coming out. But um, I saw uh, a, the the bulk of the comic, and uh, it's just it's amazing. It's come it came together so well, and I still I'm still fascinated by the whole thing because from the the talk about doing a comic to who we wanted to get to to uh, illustrate and, and write the comic, it all came together so well. And uh, it, it's, it's awesome. I can't wait till people see it and read it and just have it. So it's, it's a physical comic that you're going to read. It's it said in one of the, the releases, it's going to be, something's going to be narrated by uh, Greg uh, Nicotero, the, the walking dead guy. Is Greg doing that? That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I, that's, that's what I read. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, it's such a great accomplishment to be in a band, you know, close to 40 years. I mean, sometimes, you know, I can't make it past three years being in a band or four years. Right. So um, ha- have you ever seen Scott Ian with without a goatee? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like it, it's so crazy to me to even it's hard to comprehend like that many years have passed. But I feel like these days five years is like you know six months you know the way it it just flies by i mean 20 you know as dark and as bad as it was i'm glad that it kind of be behind us and it it kind of it it went you know um but yeah it's hard to uh hold back the years and does your does your wife or girlfriend tell you that you look like you're 25 I hear that a lot. Like, it's it's the coffee doing? metal keeping you young, man. That's what it is. It's it's that. It's the love of, uh, I believe, like the passion, the the feeling you get when you create something new. Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think it, it's it's all down to the coffee. That's 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 the key. Down to the coffee, and uh, maybe this next project, the the Silver Linings project that you you embarked on, uh, it's kind of like a quarantine kind of session thing. And I, I really admire that you went out and did this because, um, you know, obviously we're stuck at home, hearing all this negativity, it gets kind of depressing. Um, that was your motive, your motive to actually put a couple songs out there and start creating this project. So, which song, or how did this all come together for you? It, it actually came together um, at the end of February into March. Things started getting pretty crazy. Uh, I was watching what was going on overseas and getting a bit worried that Italy is 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 looking pretty bad. Uh, the UK, Spain, I mean, all parts of, of the world were, were, were feeling this and it didn't hit america yet and finally boom it did and new york was blowing up and i was glued to the tv i was glued to my phone and day by day i was getting more and more depressed about things and uh, my girlfriend carla said just you gotta stop you gotta turn this off and uh go be creative again around that time i was still kind of bummed about uh the passing of neil peart and um started playing again in my it like I would like I played when I was younger in my room I would come home from school and I would just play my drums along to rush records and stuff like that 
And that's what I started doing. I called up a couple of musician friends and asked them if they wanted to be a part of this. And the first thing we did was a rush medley. And, um, and then it just snowballed from there. And like, I was getting texts and emails from other people. How are you doing this? How are you, how is this possible? What are you doing? What's the program? And how are you, you know, and I just did it in, in, in such a way that, uh, I could I could put the music down or the drums down and then send it to the guys and then they would put their parts down and send it back to me and and then we'd sync up and do a video. That's how it happened. And like I said, it just snowballed and I just got more and more excited about doing it and then the reception, people were so happy that I don't know, man, it was cheering me up, but it was also cheering a lot of other people up. I fully agree, man. It's it's cool to hear the backstory on that. You can check out the uh, the record coming out May the fourteenth, and uh, I'll I'll honestly buy five records and I'll give it away to people listening right now. Um, Dude, that's awesome. And uh, I just want to say, if you want to check any of these songs out, you may not be able to fully preview it, but you can pre-save it. You can buy it wherever you buy your records. Um, it's available right now on Spotify or any streaming platforms. There's two. Uh, what, what what's available is two songs. Um, the Run DMC Melody featuring DMC, uh, Rob Caggiano from Volbeat, and Rod Diaz is from uh, Suicidal Tendencies, right? Correct. And um, You're So Bad featuring Carla Harvey from uh, Butcher Babies, uh, and uh, Rod Diaz from Suicidal Tendencies, and collaborating with them is our friend here, Charlie Bonante. Um, anything else you want to say, man? And that's a Tom Petty song. Oh, hey, yeah. You're So Bad. I-, I love that shirt, man. I love that shirt. I used to have a Run DMC shirt as well, so... Um, I, I really thank you so much, man. This has been cool. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, man.